Hey, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela today. This is a mind-bending one. I'm going to share with you how predicting the future really works based on what I've learned from readings, what I have learned from doing readings. I don't know these things. They come to me through messages, and I'm just going to share with you what I've picked up over the years. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right. So how this one got started was, you know, kind of, you know, like a funny way. Yeah. I guess, you know, we're, you know, we're, we just took a trip and we're on the trip and we knew, you know, once we got back, we had to get an episode out and we were just thinking, what should we do for this, this first episode when we come back? And it was funny because well, let me go back. We had a family trip plan for about, what was it about two, almost two years. Almost two years. Okay, so everybody's going Extended family, us, my parents are going, uh, my aunt and my uncle, okay? And for almost two years, you've been saying this trip, you know, you had a weird feeling about it. Yeah. You're like, I don't know if this is happening. Right. I don't see your uncle and aunt being there. And, you know, I'm like, you know, at first I'm like, oh, whatever, you know, like brushing it off. It's two years away. It's two years That's away. why you don't see it happening. Right. It's too far away to think about. Yeah, who sees like a two-year away trip? It was hard for me to conceptualize this trip. Yeah. And, and seeing them. Right. And then, it, you know, it's getting closer to the trip and you're still saying, hey, you know, I don't think it's going to happen. And, you, you know, my, first of all, my aunt and uncle, we were celebrating their 85th birthdays right so they're 85 so you know the first thing you think of is all right maybe you know something could happen right you know not oh yeah it's but that's what logic does insert logic right right you know that's what logic would say and it and the whole time you know i'm thinking in my head like oh what's gonna happen you know is something gonna happen i'm thinking something's gonna happen to us that we're not i'm making you anxious right you know like (laughs) am i gonna get stung by a swarm of bees like the day before (laughs) Something weird gonna happen here. Mm-hmm. So you know, like in the back of my head, I'm like a little on edge. You know, this whole time. And then you know, then we get up, we get on the flight. We did a little trip before that, which we'll talk about in a second. And you know, things are happening. I talked to my uncle the day before. You know, he's like, "All right, you know, we're gonna pick you up at the airport." And he organized the whole Every, thing. Yeah, he's so organized. Yeah, like be at the airport at twelve. Our flight gets in at twelve thirty. Be there. You're blah, like, blah, blah, "Hey, blah. Meg, guess they're coming." I'm like, "I guess they are." It's so weird. But yeah. you're still right. Like, I don't think I'm going to see some, them. There was something off about it. Right. right. So the next day, the day we of, even had to get yeah. them an anniversary. Yeah, gift. we got them because it was their birthdays and their anniversary. Right. We got them a gift. Last minute though. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, like, I guess <laughs> I guess I have to get them something." You know, but it still felt weird. Like I, ch- you know, yes. Yeah. So I procrastinated so, on the gift. Right. So every everything <laughs> fine. Day of the day of the trip, day of the cruise, I get a phone call in the morning from my uncle Peter. Um, you're gonna have to get your own way to the airport mm-hmm. uh, from to, from your airport to the cruise. I'm like, well, why? He's like, our plane's delayed. Um, yeah. So okay, so now we're thinking, okay, fine, I'll do it, no big deal. The plane will be delayed. I'll meet them on the the ship. Well, the plane was delayed and delayed. Yeah. And they missed. The and if ship. you've ever been on a cruise ship. Like you see the cruise ship leaving and we're getting texts like, tell the captain, somebody, they were like, tell the captain to stop the ship. It's like, you can't, you can't do that. (laughs) But they didn't make it. They didn't make it. They did not. Who doesn't make 
the cruise that they planned right. for like 20 people. Right. Yeah. All, all their kids and else also came, but they came later. Right. They had to hop on in another port. Yeah, they figured out how to get there. But Uncle Peter and Aunt Gloria never They didn't it. make it. And it was so weird. When, when the ship started leaving and they weren't on there, my mind blew. You my like, mind was blown. You were okay. like, Megan, if I'm you like, know this, you know everything. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> how do you not know everything? Please tell me the lotto numbers right now. <laughs> you were like, I know you're holding out on me. Yeah, I, Give me those lotto numbers. You know, and I'm going around, you know, and I'm telling everybody because I'm like, how does she know this? I'm freaking out. Right. You know, because, you know, again, I'm always skeptical. And, but there again, how would you have known that two years in advance? Yeah, and yeah, it's the future thing. The future, and I'm going to talk about this today because the future does not work the way we think it does. There's a 3D timeline and there's a 5D timeline. Right. And you are dealing with spirit when you're talking about future predictions. And they're on a whole different timeline with different priorities and different things. And some things are set in stone and most things are aren't and for some weird reason them missing the ship must have been a keystone event meaning something that can't change i feel like in our lives we all have keystone events people places circumstances but most of it is kind of up in the air i'm going to talk about that but it was wild no it was wild because yeah i and Again, we, I, yeah, I've been hearing this for almost two years and these are the most organized people we've gone on yes. other vacations with them they are notoriously on time yeah punctual yeah on top of it people. oh no you're like if you were late i remember as a kid growing up if, with my uncle if you were late for two minutes one minute he'd be like tapping his watch and being like oh you're late you know it was like <laughs> one minute like, right so crazy yeah just crazy and and thank god it wasn't for a thank different god reason it was, which it could have been yeah no i'm very happy yeah. it wasn't anything horrific yeah, yeah it, this was it was bad but it wasn't what logic was giving us, like, well, yeah. maybe we won't see them. You're because, right. Because logically, I'm like, because oh, okay. we were like, oh, you know, I hope that doesn't happen. That'd be awful. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, so yeah, crazy. So, I, so, crazy. so we're like, let's do, let's do an episode about the future. Yeah. And then, okay. And then the <laughs> other little, this is a little bit quirky one too. So I rented before the cruise. I wanted to just the four of us to go on a little trip, you know, without the family. So I rented an Airbnb. And this is my first rental of an Airbnb. Yeah, this was a big deal. In Gig Harbor. For Scott, big deal. by the way. Rented this Airbnb in Gig Harbor, which is about 30 minutes south of Seattle. And it's a house. Okay, so I rented mm-hmm. a house. And, you know, I'm fine. I, did not, I do it on my own. I, I rent it, and then you guys just show up there, and you're like, yay! Yeah, we, I, I'm so, what'd you rent, Scott? Like, right. I don't care. Right. I'll just show up that day like cool yeah <laughs> so and then i and i rented this by the way like eight months ago mm-hmm. I, I don't remember I, I forgot even the property i had rented i forgot it i had forgotten everything about it to be honest with you but you kept on saying over the the few months like are you, did you rent it with someone in the house are you sure yeah. there's no living in the house you know because right. like sometimes you hear these stories these with the airbnb, Airbnb where you get the house, but like someone's living in the basement. Or, yeah. Or I was so terrified. I'm like, is there going to be somebody there when we are there or something, some sort of weird thing? But no, this house had lovely reviews. Okay. Right. So. But it was a weird nagging persistent right, feeling. Right. That's a, yeah. There'll be someone there living upstairs <laughs> in the attic or something. And they come right. down and their underwear. And, right. Like, that's like, you... hey guys, welcome to my Airbnb. This <laughs> yeah. is part of, yeah. part of the fun. Yeah. Here's a I make you I pancakes. Made. Yeah. yeah. Croissant, right. <laughs> yeah. Pancakes. Okay. We're on the same page here. Right. So, you know, you'd say it throughout the months, you know, once in a while, you'd be, keep saying, are you sure no one's living there? And everyone, every time I'd go and try to figure out my password 
and I go look and find the property and make sure it didn't say anything about like person lives <laughs> right. upstairs. Pancake maker Pan- lives right. with you. Right. Pan- <laughs> <laughs> And I, sings you to sleep at night. Right. Like, I was so scared of that for some one. weird reason. <laughs> right. Because there was this other Airbnb I was, like, thinking of renting. But it said, like, all the reviews said, like, the guy shows up and sings you songs during your yes. stay. And I'm like, okay, no. Like, Even all, though the property looked great. We're all like, no, thank I'm like, you. I'm like, these indigos, this indigo I'm with is not going to want that. So, yeah. anyway, anyway, so I keep making sure that there's no one living on the property. I'm looking at everything. I'm reading everything with, like, a magnifying glass, you know, to make sure – that this place is going to be just ours. And even up to like, and I'm doubting myself now because you keep on saying, I think there's someone going to be living in a house. I think blah, blah, blah. And even up to the day, uh, the, the day before, I'm like, hey, I don't, I'm pretty sure no one's going to so be. So again, there. I'm giving you anxiety. Right. You're giving right. anxiety over Sorry. This. That's what I do. Right. I, like that's how it feels to me when I know something's right. happening. It's like this nagging, persistent right. feeling. Right. So I, yeah. So now I got in the back of my head that possibly one of my relatives is going to pass i might something bad is going to happen to me cool. <laughs> and i have this thing that in the airbnb there's going to be a guy in his underwear making yeah pancakes. you're welcome right. it felt Thank like you. a woman though a wo- right. i kept okay. saying a, a woman, woman. Okay. right fine a woman making pancakes a woman right. making pancakes all right so we get to the house no you forgot the target thing oh what, what, so first bef- we couldn't check in oh, right away yeah, so we too. went to target yes that's right and we're like okay what are we going to need yes and Abigail, you has very sensitive skin, which I attribute to genetics and turquoise aura, and we can only use a certain type of like uh, free and clear. We, it's the all free and clear. Right. It's the only. It's not only, an ad. Not an ad. Not it's an it's an the ad. only thing we can use. Yeah. And I'm like, we're in the aisle, and I'm like, I just have a feeling this house will have the all free and clear. And I'm like, well, they're like, well, okay. Yeah, I'm like, like, we don't know. We've never seen this house. We don't know what's in there. We, who, yeah. you know, let's get the, all, if anything, they might have the generic. Yeah. That's what something I'm, th- I'm else. thinking. Sometimes like they leave something over. Sure. Right. But that would be weird for yeah. it to be the, all right. So anyway. fast forward, we get to the house, get to the house. We're checking it out. Property is incredible, by so the way. Beautiful. beautiful. Right on the Puget Sound. Uh, I go downstairs to the laundry room because I'm in charge of laundry on trips like this. And there it is. <laughs> A bottle of the free, <laughs> all and clear, free and clear, just sitting there, and I'm like Megan, you know, do the Megan voice. We just spent eight dollars, wasted it. Well, you're you're not freaked out. You're like, can we return this eight dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's here, right? Um, we didn't return it. It was no, a contribution we, to, we the gave it to the home. But yeah. I walked in and I'm like, holy cow! Yeah. So I'm right. So right. The kids are upstairs. Right. I'm checking out this property. Beautiful, and then. I see you, and you're sitting there, and it's lovely, by the way. Lovely and house. You're, I'm like, what? What's going on? You know, I can tell something's up, <laughs> and you're like hesitant to tell me, and you're like whispering. I don't want to freak the kids right. out. Right. You don't want to freak the kids out. I'm like, what, what's going on? What is there someone? To, is this pancake person here? What's going on? <laughs> so what was it? No, I just felt a very strong woman's yeah. presence in the home. Like it was when you walked in, it was like a suffocating, positive, yes. hospitable feeling of a deceased person who lives in the house still understand she's deceased i'm like it has to be this woman's mom or something who lived in the house it has to be some maternal presence that and it felt like a helpful person like she stays here and monitors the airbnb um guests and she makes sure everything goes well for her for her family like that's her contribution on the other side also the house is such a beautiful, calm. They advertise it as a healing home. Yes, they do. And it really is. It has that vibe of just restorative. 
And I just, I mean, that, you just have to take my word for it. It was flipping 100% occupied by a deceased person. So what do I do? I'm like, Scott, I'm telling you. I'm like, do we tell the lady? Like, do I do? So we didn't know what to do because we don't want to mess up our Airbnb reviews. And I would never put that. I actually posted this in my story. And people are like, don't write it in a review. I would never in a million years write that. No, I know. In someone's review. No, but people, I think, were nervous. Oh, I'm no. like, I would never I do that because uh, other people don't find that a positive thing. I would never be like, oh, what a great haunted house. I like would never <laughs> write that in an Airbnb oh review. Just putting that out there. And so she wrote us a review. We Wonderful. wrote her a review. And then you yeah, so, DM'd her. Yeah. So, you know, how what do you do in these situations? But, yeah. again, my mind is blown here because you've been telling me there's someone living in the home. And yeah. that was what it was. And. And she stayed with you the whole time, pretty much. You oh, said it, was it wasn't like just there for moments. Yeah, she was there. And I think you also said that like most people, she feels like they don't, they can't connect with her. Oh when you're yeah, there. it's hard because I'm not there anymore. But at the time when I was there, it was weird. I felt like she's like, oh my god, you notice me? Yeah, like she finally don't. noticed. Yeah, yeah, like oh wow, like she's just like cool, like yeah. that. Now she, I noticed nothing. I didn't feel anything. <laughs> I just felt the house was very, very homey, homey, but I did not feel anything, and nothing weird happened there. So she must have been a nice presence. Totally. And, um, positive. So I did reach out, you know, after the reviews and everything to the owner of the home, you, you know, just saying, you know, it's, it's weird because, like, if, if you don't believe in that stuff, like, you're, you you feel like kind of like a fool or something. But I just, right. you know, told her, like, you know, I know, you know, a lot of, you know, some people believe in this, some people don't. If you, right. you know, this is just what my wife felt. Don't feel, if you don't want to respond, you don't have to. If this is something that you're not into, please just ignore this. I wrote it that way. Yeah. It, you know, it's. I know not everyone. It's invasive. It's invasive. Right. And, you know, I I wrote it yesterday, so I don't know if I'll get a response. If I do, we'll, we'll let we, you guys know. We can let you know. But I, I just, it was just crazy. Like, it was so strong. I mean, yeah. I, I would love to know that myself. And I, obviously most of our listeners would love to know that if their home was occupied by their uh, family member who felt like she was helping everyone and was yeah. so proud of her family. And that, like, I would love to know that. But I know some people are like, <gasps> you know. Who yeah, knows they, what her beliefs are? Yeah. yeah, and you don't, and like you said, and other people might have told you, you don't want it to go as this this place is like yeah, haunted. like this is her that's business. Probably a, yeah, that's probably so she's a, like, I don't want to ever say that because I don't want her to. No, I don't know where this could go. Right. I totally get, it. and that's her business. Right. So it's kind of, anyways, awkward. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right, <laughs> let's do a quick ad, and then we'll come back. Well, mm-hmm. this this works out oh. perfect. This ad because we used this product the entire time we were away. So on the way to the, to the to our trip, you know, we're on the plane, <laughs> and you know, I you know, if I see like single women and they have a bag, I I'll sometimes just like take it, I'll grab it right out of their hand and put it on the overhead. I don't know what what do you call that, the overhead storage. It started out so creepy, but yeah. then yeah. it got helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me when, that I, bag. when I see single women, yes. I grab their bags, I take I, them off, and I and then I help them yeah. put it on the overhead. Yeah, because they're short. Yeah, unless they're like. A, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just feel bad. Oh, I started and, off and creepy, I then it got so nice. And <laughs> it just had what happened. One of the bags right. was a base. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is It was this the ba- mini weekender. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, this looks familiar. <laughs> and then she, and then she, you, you had yours, and you're wearing, you have like three base things on. <laughs> I'm like, draped in my base yeah and then the girl's like oh my god i have that you like you guys were talking about it we had a whole base convo yeah whole base of course i'm like use the kya code for your next purchase (laughs) influencer influencing yeah please please use our code 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 kya but it was really cool to see you know the product be used it's fantastic base is out in the wild she's out in the wild yeah she had like the pale pink um sports sling and mini weekender and i have the 
black sports sling and yeah. the beige regular weekender. No, and, and, they, and they, they must be doing something right. Because oh like God. all my extended family that did make the plane, <laughs> yes. not the ones that didn't make the plane, right. they were using it. They knew about they it. They were all like, oh my God, you have the Everyone black sports it. sling. I'm like, ah, I love it. Do they have uh, they have one for me? I yeah, have... they have uh, men's stuff okay. too. I got to get one. Yeah, no. When I tell you the number one thing I said this vacation to kids and husband, I'm like, it's in the base. It's in the base. It, go look in the base. It's in the base. Anytime anybody missed something, I'm like, go to the base because <laughs> it fits that much stuff. Base was created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your your shoes separately every piece is made to look better with miles so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead and base has over 30,000 five-star reviews whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line base has your personal items covered right now base is offering our listeners 15 percent off by visiting basetravel.com slash kya go to basetravel.com slash KYA for 15% off your first purchase. That's base, B-E-I-S, travel.com slash KYA. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Okay, so what do you think about the future? Like, what do you think about predicting the future, psychics, reading the future, that type of thing? Yeah, see, th- this part I'm a little skeptical about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know, let's say I went to a psychic. Yeah. Which most likely I'm not going to do. But if I did... <laughs> It's really like, funny. And they, and they tell me something. <laughs> you married Mystic Michaela. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But, um, like, they could tell me anything in the future. Yeah. And, you know, they could put it, like, far down the road, so I'll forget about it, too. You know, mm-hmm. like, they could be, like, in 10 years, you know, this is going to happen to you or something. And, well, I mean, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, okay. You know, I, how do I know? You know, so, like, it's, it's really weird with the future because, like, even, like, let, this is just the most simplistic example. Let's say... The lady, let's say I do go to a psychic and they're like, oh, I see you going to the Cheesecake Factory for lunch. Okay. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know, me being a red, I'm just going to be like, you know, I'm not going to the Cheesecake Factory for yeah. lunch. I'm going to Red Lobster. Right. You know, do then they knew that I would say that and then they would see Red Lobster. Like right. I, you know, so it's like, to me, it's like, how do you, how could you possibly know what I'm going to be doing down the road, I don't know. To me, the the future thing with the psychics and so, I think that's where psychics get a bad rap. Honestly, they do. Or yeah. you know, I, I I see some of the posts on the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family page or just wherever, and you know, they'll a psychic will tell them something in the future that's not good. Yeah, and you know, now how like who knows if that psychic knows that or not? Yeah, or why they would say, like in the future in ten years I see you getting this happening to you. Right, and now you're worried for ten like if you believe it, you're worried yeah. for the next ten years. That this thing is going to happen to you. Right. And then maybe maybe it does happen because you've been worried about it and putting so much you energy. Manifest you it. manifested it. Right. I do believe in that. I do believe in the manifestation thing. Mm-hmm. So for me, the future thing is, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe in it so yeah. much. Yeah. That, uh, that someone could predict the future. But again, I then I did see you, you know, two years knowing that Uncle Peter wasn't going to make the journey. 
So I don't know. What, what do you think? Yeah, what, am I, I was, off I was, here? What, what's no, I was on? talking to my cousin, actually, the other day, and she knew she was going to lose her job. She just knew she was yeah. going to lose her job. And she's like, I knew it was going to happen, but I couldn't do anything about it. So what was the point? Right. And it's like, I don't think there is one. Um, but, but did she know? But here's the thing. Did yeah. she know it after a series of events were happening? Or did she know it like five years prior were just No, like, she that... felt the rumbles of it. Okay, so that's yeah. a, that's something different to yeah. me. Like you you know, like like we were saying, logically, you saying, you know, Uncle, maybe this trip's not happening. Right. I could believe that because of the their age. Right. But that wasn't even the case. Yeah. So I I don't know. That's a little bit different. Yeah, so what you're talking about is free will. Yeah. Which I'm gonna talk about. Um I did okay, so this episode <laughs> is such a mind-boggling, mind-bending <laughs> all episode. Right, all right. I will say right here and right now, I don't even know how it 100% works. I'm just telling you what I've learned thus far and how it makes sense to me thus far, which is all I can do because I don't know everything. Um, I'm just a person. So I can get stuff and try to give it to you in, in an organized way as much as I can with and one of the things I would say the number one thing is free will. You cannot predict future because people have free will. Okay. And free will is extremely unpredictable. People make choices. Now, we have human behavior, so we make kind of – if I know, for example, you're a stubborn person – you're going to make stubborn choices. Right. Or if I know that you're kind of a follower, you're going to make follower choices. It's it's hard to change your human behavior. So you can predict people's trajectories. Y yes. Yes. Like based on what kind of person they are. Okay. Like you do that all the time. Yeah. Like I had my friend over the other day and she was complaining about her boyfriend and you were like, and she left and you were like, she's never going to leave him. Because she did this with the last one and she didn't leave him either. He left her. So, like, that's a trajectory. Yeah. You know, so you can tell someone's – we all do this all the time. Like, well, you're the type of person you're just going to keep doing that. Or you're the type of person you're going to do that. Right. And that's how the future kind of works. Like, if, when I see somebody, I don't know you. So it's kind of interesting that I can see your trajectory without, like, knowing you. Okay. You know what I mean? But you do this for people in your own life all the time. You can read their trajectories just because you're – familiar right. with their behavior yeah so exactly. yeah so there is no such thing as the future because it literally can't happen it hasn't happened it never will happen because we're always in the same moment which i'm going to go into right and if you want different things to happen you have to change your behavior really so okay. yeah yeah because yes human behavior you could predict off of you human can predict behavior. human that, behavior that I agree with. yeah like you you can but, predict history what's going to happen based on what's happened in the past but That's, humans have free right. will right so it's easier to predict like raccoon behavior because they're not going to change it up that much unless there's like an actual solid reason. Humans can change things up just for who even who we don't even know why. Right. Sometimes we make the choices we do. And that's where the future thing gets a little up in the air. Okay. So it's not a timeline like we think it is. But it's weird because we have to live on two timelines. There's a 3D timeline that we all have to live on. But when you're getting... When I read people and they ask me about upcoming events, I'm actually getting the information from a 5D timeline, which is completely different. It's not even a timeline. It's more like a ladder, if that makes sense. And I'm going to talk about that. And um, it's, it, doesn't, oh, it doesn't usually align with a 3D timeline. 
and I'm going to talk all about that. Okay, so, so we we we're living in between timelines. <laughs> like okay. there right. is a 3D timeline, and and it's important to enjoy it and understand it and kind of go by it because that's how we survive here and that's how we get the most out of things here. But there's also a 5D timeline where a lot of the stuff we think matters actually does not. And I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that. It's this is a mind bending kind of like take it in chunks episode. All right. Well, let, let, let's put a little levity here. Okay. Now, the lottery. I <laughs> I've been you know ever since you've been doing you know the the psychic thing. Yeah. I've been asking you for the lotto. Numbers. You're like, well, shortcut. Right. <laughs> Did you just now, do that the lotto? I don't play the lottery, so obviously I can't win. I think <laughs> I've played it like two or three times in the last yeah. couple of years, or whatever. But so you're saying basically the balls that pop out, I don't know, they still do it by balls that pop out of a yeah. machine. Like it's just not written, so it's not possible for you to get me those numbers. Yeah, spirit doesn't care about that. You don't care about that. So like, I do. Of they, course but, you do, because that's a three D <laughs> mindset. Right, right. So winning a billion dollars, I'm gonna actually talk about this. Um, that sure does change your life. Of course it changes your life. It how do I oh my gosh, because it's so I swear this makes sense. If you won the Powerball, yes. your whole life changes. Correct. 100%. Right. Does your mindset change? Yeah, to probably to an extent. But over on the 5D timeline, are you learning what you came here to learn? Are you doing what you came here to do? Is your life purpose um, expanding? That, that's the stuff they measure okay. time by. So basically what you're saying is. I have not won the Powerball yeah. because I'm here to co-host KYA. And if I win the Powerball, most likely I'm going to take a lot of breaks yeah. from taping KYA. I'm yeah. still going to do it. But maybe I'm going to do it like once every couple months right? And, you know, instead of every week. It would get in the way of – at some level, yeah. you've 5D chosen your purpose. Okay. And it was – and that would interfere with it. Okay. So basically, I, we say yeah. killing it in the 5D versus killing it in the 3D. That's right. something you and I yeah. say with each other. Yeah, we talked about that on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like some people are killing it in the 3D. Like they got the timeline figured out. They won the Powerball. They got the house on the hill. All that, and they're doing great. Some people are killing it in the 5D, where they're learning their lessons and they find they find joy in the moment. If you can do both at the same time, cool beans, right. you know. But like. Um, if you're not doing both at the same time, that's okay too. Sometimes you're moving along the 5D path at uh, a fast, a more rapid rate than you are on the 3D path, and that's okay. Right. And that's also the one that spirit is concerned with, not so much the 3D path. Wow. If you can do both, cool. They, okay. Well, I don't. Phoebe's not going to let me do both. So. <laughs> that's a spirit guy. She's not going to let me do either. Fight with. Well, because yeah, she, yeah, she knows that the second you won the Powerball, you're like Megan. Yeah. I'm living in my yacht. <laughs> I'm going to Alaska. I'm living the high life, Megan. <laughs> and we're like, I'm like, Scott, we got to tape a podcast episode. You're like, eh. Yeah. I, yeah. Phoebe knows. <laughs> we we kind of made, you know, we were, I was out there and the, we were in Alaska. We'll get into it a little bit later, but you know, in the wilderness and all yeah. that. And me and Phoebe, we, I think we. You connected. We connected. You held hands. We held hands. <laughs> you communicated. She you threw a rock at me, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You communed with her? We communed. All right. Let's do a quick ad from Osea. Then we come back. You're going to do this mind-bending speech. I recently went away for 12 days, and I could not have done this and kept my skincare game at the level it needs to be without my Osea's best sellers body care set. I mean, here's the deal. We all want that summer glow. 
And Osea is offering a rare opportunity to try their bestsellers body care set at a reduced price. Let me tell you what's in there. First off, it's their TikTok famous Andaria LJ body oil. Oh my gosh. That stuff makes you glow. And Andaria LJ body butter, which is next level. You got to try it to understand how good it is. Plus their ultra rich anti-aging body balm and the salts of the earth body scrub, which is so flipping decadent. Every time I use it, I feel like I've been at a spot. I'm not, this isn't even like an ad. This is just how I talk about <laughs> OC on the daily. If you know me, so this is a very easy ad to do. And with convenient TSA-friendly sizes packed in a beautiful, reusable vegan leather bag, it was so easy for me to take all these things on my summer travels. The body care set will make your body look and feel silkier, softier, glowier. Um, Osea products, for me, I can't live without them, so I have to take them with me. And just the little... Uh, kind of travel size goodies they give you in the bestseller body care set. It's a great place to start. The set has a value of over $78, but right now you can get it for only $52 at oseamalibu.com. That's an incredible 33% savings. And especially if you're not familiar with one of the products, you can just try this a little, the kind of the smaller size. And let me tell you, you'll be hooked like I am. And as a special treat for our listeners, you'll get an additional 10% off when you use our code. Osea's products are backed by impressive clinical studies. So you can trust that they work. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. So you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. This summer, get glowing, healthy skin with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. And don't miss this rare opportunity to try Osea's bestsellers body care set for 33% off and 10% off your first order site-wide with code KYA at Osea malibu.com you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over 60 dollars head to osea o-s-e-a malibu.com and use code k-y-a for 10 percent off today we are talking about the future and how to predict it can you predict it what is it all about well here's the thing i think nobody really talks about this in the psychic world or the spiritual world. I've never heard about it. I've never heard it spoken about in this way. Um, a lot of times I notice that we put our own 3D logic, our own human being logic uh, to how things work psychically. And that's always where things get confusing or we mess things up or it starts, it starts feeling like a distance between our own spirituality and it just feels illogical. And then we start to kind of lose it or we lose faith in it. But that's the thing. We can't think about the future in a 3D way. And I'm going to talk about that today. And I'm going to talk about how I personally have learned about the future and how it actually works through my readings. Um, I've done so many readings and honestly, I've learned so much from spirit. Spirit is my teacher as in most things. So I'm just going to tell you from my perspective and how I feel it works based on all the readings that I've done. And the more I sit back and observe how messages come, I've just seen these patterns play out over and over again in people's lives, including my own life. And I'm going to share some key information about that because the more you understand it, the more we understand how spirit actually works, 
the more you can align yourself to it and just get more out of this thing we call life. So I'm going to be organized, you know, I'll attempt. I'm going to talk about what the future really is, how it moves, what affects it, and how to predict it. That's how I'm going to break it down today. So let's start with what is the future? Like I said, we cannot look at the future with a 3D mindset. What's a 3D mindset? So our society is built on a very 3D logic. Uh, You go to school, you get good grades, you go to good college, you get good job, you get promoted, you keep, you know, capitalism. I want this and I want this. I want this house. I want this bigger house. I want this car. I want this car. I want this spouse. I want this title. I want... It's so 3D. It's what you think you're supposed to be doing. And 3D is about survival in our universe, in the universe um, of human creation, ego mindset, where everything is about if you take something, there's not enough for me. Or if you do something, I have to do it that way too. So that's, that's when I talk about that 3D mindset. And because we have a body, because we're souls that are put into a body, our body has a time limit on it. Our body has, our actual physical body has an expiration date. And the way the world is set up is is through that. There's stages of life. There's youth. There's middle age. There's old age. I mean, the, the amount of worthlessness you can feel at any sort of of time in your life usually stems from a 3D mindset. How many men do I read? You know, I was telling my husband the other day, whenever I read a man, whenever I get, I don't read like a ton of guys, but whenever I do, you know what they're most worried about? They're most worried about whether they're a good enough provider or not. And and it stems from their need to be worthy for the people in their life. Am I making enough money? Am I doing enough? Am I sacrificing myself enough for the people around me? And am I, and how you know that shows up? And am I going to get promoted? Am I going to make more money? Is this a better place for me? Should I move? What does my boss think about me? What should I, and all valid stuff, but so three D and and here's the thing: we have to think like that. We we have we have to think like that, which is the fun of it. We have to have an ability to survive here and think like that and work like that. But along with understanding the 5D concept of what time is, um, this can this can make it a lot softer and it can make you feel a lot more worth out of life more than what your 3D label is or I'm not, you know, I'm 42. I didn't do this yet. I'm 58. I'm not at this point in my life yet. And I should be based on the timeline of everyone else. You know, I'm 30. I'm not married yet. Oh no, I'm not married. I must, this must, all these things must be true about me then because according to the 3D timeline, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Okay. So we all know how it works. It's not real though. And here's the thing with spirit. And I'm just as frustrated (laughs) by it as you all are. They don't care. Like they care and they don't, you know, because they're working on a 5D kind of plane and we tend to gravitate towards the 3D plane only because that's how we have to operate this way. We're so conditioned and forced to operate. 
Okay, so we have to see time as a 5D concept. And instead of putting yourself in the center of things when we're thinking about what is the future, think of yourself outside of it. How does that work? So think of think of the world. Think of how it was created. Think about geological time. Think about the life cycle of a tree. Think about take yourself outside of it and see how things work and then try to insert yourself back in it. Because when you do that, you're going to realize something. You're going to realize that there's no such thing as time. I've said this a lot. The more I say it, I swear the less confusing it gets. I promise. There is no such thing as time. Time is not a line. It's not a, you know, you're in sixth grade, you make the timeline. Okay. And this is when he was born. And this is when he was elected president. And this is, you know, okay, that's a timeline. There's no such thing as a timeline. There's always just the same moment all of the time. You are in the same moment that everybody has always been in forever. There's no such thing as a timeline. There is no could have been or should have been because there is only right now. Regret wrong choices, bad moves. Hey, if I did that, then this would have happened. If I had done that, then I could have had this. When I was with that guy, oh no, I was wasting time. I could have met the right one. If I went to this restaurant, I would have had a better time than I went to that restaurant. Okay. All these are 3D concepts, which yes, have real consequences in our lives, but in a 3D way, not in a 5D way. So spirit doesn't look at time like that Spirit looks at time from a 5D way, which I'm going to get into. But like I said, the 3D stuff does make sense. Okay, so like let's say you won the lottery. Let's say today you win the lottery. And then maybe you can like live in a better neighborhood and then send your kids to better colleges. And then you put them in a better path in life. Oh, see, that changed my timeline. That changed everything. Yeah, in a 3D way. In, In a 3D way. All things we want to happen, of course, because they're desirable and they're what we want for ourselves in a manner of surviving in a 3D world. You only want your kids to go to the good schools and good good jobs so that they are protected. That has nothing to do with 5D concepts, though. That is a 3D concept stuff. Um, so, yeah, all those things are really cool. Which is why I constantly tell my husband why I probably, that's probably why a lot of psychics don't get the lotto numbers, which he doesn't quite understand. But I hear that a lot because it really doesn't matter to them. Um, they are not concerns of the 5D or your spiritual purpose here. So these types of things seem to count very little when talking about the future when I'm doing readings. For example, you know, am I moving? from this house to a a different house. Moving isn't about moving. It's about the choice to make space more welcoming for your growth. Or am I going to get a raise? Well, a promotion isn't about money. It's about being in a position where people are recognizing your worth. All right. So if you take yourself out of what you think things are and you put it in more of an outside spiritual mindset or concept or 5D conceptualization of it, that is how spirit looks at you. And that is how the future is actually set up. So what I'm trying to say is the future is more conceptual than literal. It's about states of mind, lessons you'll learn, messages you'll receive, ways you live with wholeness. That's how the future seems to be measured by spirit. It's kind, and I promise this will make more sense as I go along, because I know it's a lot to throw at you in the first nine minutes here. Just hang with me. So 
so it's kind of like developmental stages in children. (laughs) So I was a teacher. So I kind of go back to that, but I was a mom, you know, I'm a mom too. And there are certain things that a child cannot learn until um, a developmental kind of click happens for them. You can't teach a kid to read before they understand phonetic sounds. Can't you can't skip a step. You can never skip a step developmentally. You can't. You have to and sometimes developmental steps have to you have to wait for them to be unlocked. And and there's not usually a lot of you can do for them except to give them a, a lovely context in which to grow. And that's how it's working for you right now too. The next step for you can't exactly unlock whatever that is, love, abundance, whatever it is. The future, you could call it, can't really unlock for you until you allow yourself a place for yourself to be nourished and grow. And then your developmental spiritual stages can happen with more flow, just like they stick kids in, um, you know, preschool. It's just an easier way to think about it. Think about little you, your little soul you in preschool. What's the good preschool? The one where they're playing and they're exploring and they feel comfortable and they learn on their own out of their own curiosity and there's nap time and snack time. Okay. Or the one where they're sit down and write the letter T 400 times. Okay. You know, what's the better one? A lot of you are probably doing the second condition to yourself in order to try to make the future happen. But that is not how you unlock yourself developmentally, spiritually. You have to actually give yourself a lot of love and fun and growth and happiness and wholeness and make choices for yourself. You got to be in the exploratory preschool. Man, I hope that makes sense. But that's where you got to put yourself. If you want your future to reveal itself to you, you have to put yourself in a really loving and comfortable and happy context and it will just click and unlock. So many fundamental foundational steps are necessary to do the big things that you want to come. And it's very similar to how spirit views you and your timeline in this life. It's more like You'll get the next thing when you're ready. Know Your Aura podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. There was a time in my life I felt very uncertain about moving. I was living in Buffalo and I was like, do I go to Florida? Do I stay here? What do I do? I mean, it was a huge conflict. And I didn't know what the right path was. I didn't know what to do. Well, therapy, that was, oh my gosh, I can't. There's not enough words to describe how much that helped me with receiving clarity on the correct choice for me to make at that time. Sometimes in life, we're just faced with tough choices. That's life, right? The path to go on isn't always clear for us, whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or moving like I was. Therapy can help you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move ahead with confidence and excitement, trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values, that align with what's what's needed for you right now and the growth you need in your life. I mean, the more you practice, the easier it gets. And therapy has helped me do just that. The benefits in my own life, just from even taking that time in my life and structuring what my therapist helped me with and, and applying it to other times I've had to make difficult decisions 
it's been just a ripple effect of positivity in my own life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient. It's flexible. It's suited your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash KYA today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, dot com slash KYA. So back into it. Let's talk about how time moves. This brings me back to my original statement, which was, there is no such thing as time. Time has a beginning and end to us because our life as a human seemingly has those things too. And so we measure everything we do with time. But in reality, there is no time. In the spiritual world, there is no time. And so then how, you know, how does the future work? How do you predict the future? How you know, what's the fun in that, Megan? Okay, I'm getting into it. I'm getting to it. So I personally feel through my readings, this is what it looks like to me. Time gets overlapped on us. Um, all right. So think of traveling on a road versus traveling on water. And that's how the timeline works in 3D versus how the timeline works in 5D. So the first one, if you walk through a meadow, let's say you went a little hike through the meadow. If I was a good tracker, I could follow you and trace you, I mean, step for step. And and you can do that. You can follow others, metaphorically speaking, too, step for step. You can see the same things they see. You can experience whatever they experience on the paths. There are a lot of paths set up for us. Think about in our 3D world, all the pathways that are set up for us. I mean, just being a mom of kids in school. I got one going into high school. Oh, here's the... I already got, here's the, this path for these class, these types of classes. Here's this path for these types. What kind of diploma is she going to get? Here's the path. I mean, this is our lives. This has always been our life. You, you walk into corporate, corporate America. Here's your path for promotion. Here's your path for moving up. Here's your path for anything. So many paths. That's how that works in the 3D world. And that's how we think things work too. Um, and that's how our minds are kind of structured. But now think about traveling on water. If you were to travel upon a body of water, I couldn't track you. I could go in the same direction as you, but there's no exact path to follow. It disappeared as soon as you went over it. That's how spirit works. That's how spirit time works. That's how the future works for spirit. It's like traveling on water. Your path is untraceable, just like water. You can stop. And if you stop for a little bit after you've been going on water, paddling on water for a little bit, you can't really see the exact path you took to get there. And you can't see the exact path you need to go. It's made by you in every single moment. Every time you move that paddle, you are making your path in that moment. And that is how the future actually works according to what I see when I am doing readings. And it fascinates me and it scares me (laughs) because what I'm trying to say is any path that any of us are on, honestly, it's like traveling on water. That's, you might, we're all, you can go in a similar direction, but you're on your own path. We are all on our own path and we're all making our own direction as we go. 
this is how I see the future actually working. When I am doing my readings, you are creating life in your present moment. The tiniest things you do, what you say to yourself, how you speak about yourself to others, how you take care of yourself, who you spend your time with, what you put into your environment. They are all creating your path in this very moment. Those are your your paddle strokes in this moment. So then is time predetermined? Is the future set? That's where it gets confusing. I feel like it is and it is not. And it's that is a circumstantial situation. <laughs> it depends on what you wrote in your life contract. Yeah, life contracts. I've talked about this before. I truly you can call it whatever you want. I feel I feel before we come here, we have kind of a an overview of what we want to accomplish. And the things that we want to accomplish because we're in our higher self mode are more lessons and all those 5D things. So I do feel that the, some things are predetermined. I do feel that. And some things are just whatever. And they mean a lot less than you think. I feel like we have some fundamentals that we've put in place. Pillars of sorts we implement before we get here. This includes, for example, certain people we meet or family we have. Not everyone, but certain people. And I talk more about how relationships work in episode 154. I talk about relationships and spirituality and I go right into that different. I do a relationship inventory. And if you're interested in how relationships work into future and things like that, listen to that episode 154. But I also feel like your future is just centered around more lessons than exact events. The future to me also feels like kind of a pinball machine and you are the pinball. Uh, the things you hit, which redirect you, are people, events, and circumstances. But the goal here aren't like the people, events, or circumstances. It's the lesson. So the 3D details of where you live geographically, for example, or what you end up doing for career. I mean, there could be infinite versions of you and your life, and it seriously would not matter so much as if you just learned in this lifetime whatever lesson you came here to do. Maybe it's to value your self-worth or overcome some sort of obstacle or learn to navigate a trauma or assist with the healing of others or something. And you could, you could, we could drop you in a million different realities. And honestly, it doesn't matter the context so much as did you get, did you catch the drift? <laughs> did you learn the lesson? Did you figure it out in that context? Again, terrifying, yet not. I've learned to enjoy that perspective because man, so much is meaningless and so and, and find freedom in that, please. If you get fired from your job, it's okay. It truly doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, like it does in the 3D world. It sure does. I would never negate that. Yeah, that matters. You got to feed your kids. You know, you got to keep the lights on. Of course it matters. And But in the 5D, because when I do readings, I get a lot of people with, oh man, did I, did I screw up my life? Did I mess up? Did I make the wrong choices? Did, did I do, did, did I miss the one? Did I miss the decision? Did I miss the choice? And the answer is absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, that's not what it's about. People are more usually concerned with, are my 3D choices getting in the way of my 5D needs? Um, and, and that is something that spirit is trying to just show you. They're trying to show you that. 
So basically what I'm trying to say is your objectives are the key. The context in which you are doing them is negotiable. According to spirit, (laughs) that's how I... So sometimes it doesn't really matter. Like, should I move? Is it a bad move to move from Detroit to Chicago? It's kind of more like, well, do you want to? Because that your life can happen here and your life can happen there. It just depends more on your state of mind, not really on your actual... 3D surroundings. Sometimes, hey, you know, moving away from family is helpful. So yeah, that actually contributes to your 5D growth. Or moving towards family is helpful. Same thing. You know, so it's more about that, not you're not making like a literal wrong decision. I guess I get a lot of people who are just worried about messing up. Um they're they're worried about messing up. Yeah. And I don't want you to you can't. You really can't mess up because it's always the same moment. (laughs) So every moment is a redo. So you can't really mess up. And you can't mess up if you're honoring yourself. You can't mess up. So therefore, the question is, hey, what does affect your future then? And I'll tell you the number one thing that affects your future. It is free will. What is free will? Well, free will is what you have that makes you different from any other creatures that exist on our planet, you have choices. You have some sort of a consciousness that allows you to make choices. You never see a squirrel, you know, hate, hate himself for being scared when you, (laughs) when you approach it and ran up the tree. You never see a deer, beat itself up for running when it sees a car. You never see, you know, you never see a cat sit and have like a real thought about, you know, what is my prey drive? What does that mean about me? Am I a bad cat? You know, they don't see, we're the only ones we can question what we do and who we are and our choices and we can beat ourselves up for it. We can go against it. We can go against our nature. We can go forward with our nature. We have free will. We can make choices. And that is, I feel like the number one thing that really comes out with predicting the future. Cause I'm not really predicting the future. I'm just getting, getting what you're going to do anyhow, based on your free will choices. But it really wouldn't be special or meaningful if you didn't do things yourself, you know? And I feel like that's why we're here. That's why we're humans in this planet. I feel like that's the whole point, to be in a situation where it's hard and you did it anyhow. If it was just instinct, it wouldn't mean as much. If it just came to you, it wouldn't mean as much. Your choices make your future in your present moment. So what is free will? You can have an amazing marriage. Let's say you have this amazing marriage, but your partner steps out. Your partner uses their free will issues and they go mess it up. They cheat or something. And that's not something you or anyone can change. If somebody messes up like that, if they decide with their free will to go do something that steps outside of your agreement, that's their free will choice. So many times I will see people on crossroads and a lot of times it's with relationships. Is this relationship staying together or is this relationship ending? Um... So many times I see people just seesawing between the two, could go either way. Sometimes it feels like it 
you know, it feels more like it might end, but it might not because of free will, or it might stay together, or it might not because of free will. It feels fragile sometimes, relationships, for example. And that is because free will, because for whatever reason, you or your partner aren't on the same page about making the same choices to keep it moving on the same trajectory. That is a really kind of clinical way of just saying the future can be different for you than it can be for somebody else because you might start choosing a path that is more about you and more about your health and more about your your life purpose here and they're not. And then you have a choice. Okay, do I go backwards in order to stay here or do I keep moving forward? And and right there, that's like a crossroads thing. I see that with marriages, relationships. I see that with jobs. I see that with moving. I see that with so many different things. Do I choose myself and what's best for me or do I choose comfort and what I'm used to and what my 3D self prefers because I'm less scared that way? And when you... That's free will. So when so the future can change. You can unlock a new path when you start choosing more your own your own self. That'll give you new stuff. And if you choose what's familiar to you, you get what's familiar to you. But that doesn't mean that other people can't do their own free will stuff and still change your path anyhow. Free will. It's a kicker. Um, it's it's a real it's a real stink, stinky kind of thing to read. Because it really just depends on how, you know, your 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 well being, and other and other people can mess it up if they're in a lower vibe than you are. Other people can mess it up for you, and that's not cool. And, and that's where people off, oftentimes get hurt, and they can be like, "Hey, I don't get it because we love each other. I don't get it because this is what we made a promise to each other. I don't get it." Well, yeah, but it's free will. People make choices, and choices change things. So. That is where the future isn't always predetermined. People can choose to stay in something or they can choose to leave something. It's not always predetermined. You just get what I call trajectories. And that is how spirit shows me the future. Okay. So when you start making decisions and doing things in a more conscious way, it moves you along that 3D timeline Give, all right, which, is, like I said, isn't it really a timeline, but it moves you along. It unlocks new stuff for you. It puts you, it unlocks that developmental spiritual stuff. Things start clicking, things start coming. It puts you on a leveled up vibration where things can come your way, which are different. There really isn't a timeline. It's more of a present mo- moment thing where life is opened up to you in an elevated way. It expands. It's more of a lift up, not a move forward. And in trajectories, that is how the future works. It's basically behavior. It's human behavior. If you keep doing A and B, then C will happen. If you, To me, in a reading, if you feel like you are just going to keep doing A and B, C will continue to happen, whatever that is, you know, and there, and again, spirit doesn't label these things as negative or positive. It's just like what you do. It's what you do. Um, and, and it's not wrong or right. It's just what you're doing because it's always the same moment. 
But if you start doing like um, <laughs> LMNOP, okay, instead of ABC, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen now? When you start making different choices, you just changed your future. That is how you change your future. It can look something so silly as I'd start taking a new route to work. I started talking to more people on my lunch break. I started wearing pink. I never wear pink and I decided to start wearing pink. I started to say thank you when I got a compliment. I started going out on Saturdays with my girlfriend and I always used to stay home. I mean, that's serious. That's like an unlocking of things. Um, you just change your trajectory, change your trajectory, change your human behavior, change your future. Sound logical? Cause it is 5d spiritual stuff can be logical. It's just a different type of logic. <laughs> and if we start thinking about it logical in that way, eh, you know, you can, you can, it's not like this mystical thing. You don't have to, these things can make you feel better doing, I put a crystal under my bed and then I, da, 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 and I wrote this down. It's yeah, all those things help you focus. But at the end of the day, it's, you got to do it. When you do it, you get it. And that is truly how the future works. And that's how spirit shows me, but they'll show me and the thing that makes it a psychic reading is I'm like, hey, you feel like the type of person where you're just going to keep doing A, B, and C. So, or you feel like a purple bomb's coming on. That's your X, Y, Z, okay? Or something like that. So you can kind of feel to me like, ooh, it feels like the weather. Like, oh, the weather's changing. Weather's changing with your forecast. I don't know. I don't think this is staying for you this way. Or, hey, this feels good. I mean, sometimes it can feel so simple as if you're in a job. It's like, oh man, you know, this, they, they like you there. You feel comfortable there. You're, nobody's getting rid of you, you know, unless something crazy happens, like this trajectory feels solid right now. You usually can feel that. Um, another way spirit shows me the future is through visualization. Um, a couple things. These are more kind of literal things and you can do them too. I talk about a lot of this. I talk about these next three things in my book, the psychic workbook. First thing is psychic calendar. You can, I mean, it's just what I do. I flip through a calendar in my brain. <laughs> so if it's like, okay, when is, I don't know, when, you know, when are you going to move or you know, when, when am I going to meet this guy? When am I, I'll, I'll flip, I'll open up my psychic calendar, like in my third eye. And I just kind of flip. Sometimes it lands on a season. Sometimes it lands on a month. I don't know where it's going to end up because it's my psychic calendar. Like it's not really controlled by me, but I ask it to open. That is something you can work on. Um, you can also do little scenarios in your head. You can visualize something happening or not. So you can ask yourself, for example, let's say you have a trip in the future. Do I see myself going on that trip? Do I see myself putting in to take time off of work? Do I see myself purchasing the boots I need for the hike? Do I try to take yourself out of it and visualize kind of weird mundane scenarios and ask yourself if you're doing that instead of, am I going on the trip? You know, am I going to, um, I don't know, like move all right, do I have to, well, do I, am I going to be visiting a DMV for a new driver's license? So like start at, am I going to have to figure out how to find a new gym because I, I'm not going to be close to my old one anymore. So tiny little scenarios like that can unlock kind of a visualization of the future. It can show you 
not something that's written in stone because again it can change because it's there is no such thing as future it's just kind of your trajectory and where you're headed based on the choices you make today but that's what it can do it can be like give you a glimpse of your trajectory based on the choices you're making today does that make sense man i hope so um when i do readings it's really interesting a lot of times i'll hear back from you in about two to three years I feel like spirit has a two to three year kind of timeline with stuff. Um, you know, the next job or kid or meeting somebody or things like that. Like some, I feel like they, two to three years in our time seems like what's coming up for you in spirit time. So it can, can feel like a long time away sometimes, but it's, you know, it's going to come. Okay. I guess the number one thing which can get in the way of reading your own future is you just don't want to hear it. And it's just really easier reading other people because of that. I talk about this again in my book, the psychic workbook, um, how to talk, how to predict long and short-term future with this little trick. And again, it's really not future. It's people's trajectories. Um, when you think about other people, not yourself. So If you're trying to predict if you're staying at a job or leaving, ask yourself if you see yourself still eating lunch with your coworker that you always eat lunch with or something. So try to visualize it. Then then try to ask yourself, do I feel like that's happening or not? See it from their perspective too. Like if you want to move and you don't know if you're renewing your lease or not, visualize from your landlord's point of view. Do they have to find a new tenant? Are they stressed this spring or are they not stressed because I renewed my lease? So try to think about it from other people's perspective and talk to yourself a little bit or ask yourself these questions. You'll be surprised what that does with unlocking your own visualization techniques based on your own trajectory and other people's trajectories too. Here's the thing. If you take nothing else from this, please take this. You make the news. I don't make the news. Other people don't make the news for you. You make the news. You are the person who's creating your future. Terrifying? Yes. Liberating? Also, yes. It is both. Two things can be true. You make the news. I mean, it's terrifying and freeing all at the same time. You are holding your life right now in your hand, and the move is always yours. The future comes when you're making choices in a mindful way, which honor your growth, your mindset, your peace, your vitality. Spirit unlocks opportunities when you're doing that for yourself. And take that visualization, like I said at the beginning, of little soul you in preschool, in the happy, exploratory, playful preschool where you can grow and have curiosity and fun and and you're engrossed. Do things like that in your life right now that have nothing to do, seemingly, with what you think needs to happen. Start focusing on just making yourself feel comfortable and feel safe and happy and curious again and excited. Those developmental clicks, that spiritual timeline that will open up for you, it will manifest in ways that will blow your mind simply because you put yourself in a context where your vibe can allow it in. It is no secret that I absolutely love my television shows. And what do I do? I'm so annoying. I'm always signing up for the free subscriptions. Oh, you know, all the cable 
free cable streaming networks. I'm like, I'll just do it and binge watch this show. I'll just do it and binge watch this show. Oh yeah. And I just keep doing that. And I had no idea how much money I was actually spending monthly on all these subscriptions that weren't free anymore until Rocket Money successfully alerted me and gave me the reality check I needed to the point where I was like, oh my gosh. And the what I love about Rocket Money is all you have to do is press cancel. They do everything else for you. They cancel it. You don't have to wait on you know, online on phones or you don't have to go through all the processes. You just press cancel and Rocket Money handles it for you. You know, try it free for 30 days. It's just enough time to try it and then completely forget about it. In fact, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about just like me. You could be wasting money and not even realizing it. Rocket Money helps you find those forgotten subscriptions so you can stop paying for the ones you don't use. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It also monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And for any you don't want to pay for anymore, you just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It is that easy. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorize your expenses. So you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash KYA. That's rocketmoney.com slash KYA, rocketmoney.com slash KYA. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Okay, so I feel like that was a lot, and it was very complicated. We could even make this an ongoing discussion. This could be a part one. We could keep going into it. I want to hear your thoughts over on the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. I want to hear about how you envision the future, how it's changed for you, how you felt it um, shift, how you think it works, how it's worked for you in your own life. What do you think? Yeah, and I'm, you know what? I'm just going to switch gears here. All right, switch gears. And I, find, I learned something on this recent trip we took. I, yes. find, I finally learned something. And I know some people were rooting for me. A lot of people were rooting for me. They told me in my DMs. It was like three of them. And <laughs> they were they were rooting for me to get some green. Yeah, in my green aura. You know, I always make yeah. this joke. I want a little green. And again, I don't want it in my aura. I just want to borrow it so I can do some tech stuff and okay. all this. But right. I finally realized I had this moment, and I'll tell, tell it in a second, where I realized I will never have green in my aura. I am always going to be red, yeah. red, blue. And there's no green ever coming in. Okay. And I finally realized You've it. You've come to terms with I've it. I've come to terms with it. It happened on the Tattoo Islands, which we'll get to. But. Okay. So j- just to start off, you know, and I don't know if we can, we can call this an overtime. I don't know. It's not, not anything bad in it. Scott's but, trying to say you don't have to be here anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, this is just like personal. <laughs> exactly. It's our personal story. If you could care less about how, why Scott has no green in his aura, then just go. It's fine. You know, I, I understand. <laughs> he, he's excused you from class. Yeah. But we'll, you know, I'm going to put some more color. <laughs> yeah. You can listen to the mind bending thing again. Because I'll, you know, I'm just going to be talking about this red thing. But okay. anyway. All right. So... <laughs> Anyway, I, I booked this excursion. On, we went on an Alaskan cruise, and I booked this excursion. Yeah. And you were in charge of all excursions. Yes. Red Aura. Indigo, I took a back seat. Yes. Not the best idea. Right. And I knew, like, if you've listened to the podcast, you know the kids hate canoes, kayaks, and all things. 
water sports like that, and you know I love them. They're traumatized and by it. Yeah. So you, even like when I booked the Airbnb, I booked it because it had six kayaks, you know, on, that you can take out. And I knew, okay, so Abby and Bree are probably not going to go. So at least you know they can stay in the house while I go out on the Puget Town and do my kayaking. Right. So that's, and that's why I in Washington it. State, and it's very calm. Yeah, but I also knew that I had booked this kayaking adventure in Ketchikan, Alaska. Yeah. So I wanted to use the Puget Sound as kind of like practice yeah. for them. So well, you called it your, our kayak nursery. Yes, it was like, it, it was Scotty's, it. it is funny because on Geek Harbor, they have like kayaking school. Yeah. They go camp, they, they call did, it. They did, they did. We saw a sign for it. And like, I'm like all these wait, kids wait, were wait. falling in the water. Yeah, I have <laughs> camp over here in my little Yeah, thing. you did. Yeah, I did. And I taught, Bree was too scared. Right. You know, she, she was too scared, so she didn't, Pass. She she failed kayaking. She, camp. she failed kayaking school. Yeah, and, but Abby got an A plus. And I, she did amazing. I, you know, I taught Abby how to kayak, how to hold the thing. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot to it. Well, but... it's a little single kayak. Yeah, it's very little and easy to move and yes. maneuver. Yes, mm-hmm. and the Puget that's Town, important for later. Yes, and the Puget Sound <laughs> is very calm. Very the, calm. The water is you know just glide over it. Yeah, very little. Uh, and you know, you know, there's some seals that pop up. That's fun. But it Ab- was really cool. You know. But Abby did fantastic. She was going, you know, first she, she had me tell her, you know, which direction. She's eight, to, by the way. Yeah, she's eight. Yeah. And, you know, I was telling her which direction to paddle. And then all, all of a sudden she was just doing it. She did it. Going in and all out. natural. Yeah. Like a natural. Incredible. A plus. All right. So, <laughs> fine. So now we fast forward to this Ketchikan, Alaskan yeah. kayaking okay. adventure yeah. that I had booked. Okay. So I liked it because it said double kayaks. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we, they only had double kayaks. So I'm like, oh, okay. You know, me and you, you and Abby will go in one because you guys like to team up and me and Brie will go in the other one. Mm-hmm. So it was a thing. And I looked at it. It did say you had to be age eight or more, which probably should be higher. But, and it didn't say like strenuous. It said like moderate. Yeah. It said like, you know, you, you need the ability to be able to paddle for like one and a half to two hours. Right. So, Which we could do. We were doing it over on the Puget Sound. Right. Yeah. We've done that in the Keys. Yes. That's the extent of my kayaking experience. Right. The Keys and that Puget Sound. So yeah. I was like, oh, I know how to kayak. Yeah. And Abby's like, is like, yeah, me too. We know how to kayak. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, we so don't. Like, I am so excited for this we trip. We don't. I'm like, I'm going to get this green in my aura. Here comes the green. It's going to happen on this trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so they, they take you on a bus ride about... 30-minute bus ride to, like, the end of Ketchikan Island. It's an island, I think, right, Ketchikan? Ketchikan's an island in, a, like, southeast Alaska, Alaska yeah. and it's gorgeous and very gorgeous. rugged and, and yeah. not very built up. Yeah. So they take you out to, the, like, the end of the island somewhere. Then you get on a, um, what do you, a Zodiac, Zodiac boat, mm-hmm. which, you know, I didn't know at the time. I didn't know there was, like, a 25-minute Zodiac Yeah, that was ride. fun, though. That was fun. Yeah, the kids liked it, you know. It was weird when the you know the captain of the ship would like not steer the boat and turn around and scream facts at us. Yeah, okay, he was very green. Yeah, we're fine. A lot of greens. A lot, a lot of, of greens. Yeah, a lot, lot of, of interaction with the greens. We'll talk about that another right. time. And then you know, they, they take you to this desolate island and there's just kayaks on it. Yeah. It's a tour, so you're with like five or six. The other, Tatoosh Islands. The Tatoosh Islands. And I'm like beaming. Like I am so excited. Yeah, for I've this never seen you thing. so happy. And, you know, it was a windy, it was windy. The the water was, on the boat ride was choppy. And the guy kept saying, you know, the the boat driver kept saying, uh, oh, don't worry, when when you're kayaking, the water will be much less rough. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's good, that's good. Because it is the Pacific Ocean, by the way. So we get to the island, we, you know, gear up, get our life jackets on, they give the oars, they give the... Let me just set this up for a second. (laughs) 
We get to an island when it is an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Yes. There is nothing around. Uh, other all. islands. The two there's two other, islands. other islands. Fine. Yeah. But yeah. there's like no civilization. There's no houses. There's no harbors. There's no boat docks. There's just nothing. No. And there's a couple islands. And then like you look out, it's just straight up ocean. Yeah. It's very choppy. It's very windy. These kayaks were freaking huge. <laughs> These aren't... I've been in double kayaks before, like in the Keys and stuff. I thought it would be something like that. Yeah. Like where you could, in the back, reach up and touch the person in front. I there no, were big, very big kayaks. I couldn't reach over and touch Abby in front. Like she was like five feet uh, in front of me. And then I had like a five, four or five feet behind me. And she had four or five. Like this was a huge kayak. Yeah. Actually, and how, a rudder. It has a whole rudder system. It has system. a rudder system with yeah. pedals. Yeah. I've not, I don't know what that is. And I don't know my left from right. So I am very stressed <laughs> out. And, and Abby's eight. Yeah. And she weighs like, what, 70 pounds? And then there's me. And I'm like... How am I going to do this? Now, you and Bree just hop in your little damn kayak, and you're strong. Like, you lift weights. You're working out. Everyone else is adults on this tour. Yeah. There are no other children no, on no, this I, tour. I so, and so it's me and um, and Abby. Abby's the absolute youngest one by by a mile. Yes. I mean, I think the next youngest one was, like, Bree. She was Bree. 14, and then yeah. there were some boys that were maybe 15, 16. Yeah, yeah. But, like, everyone was, like, regular-sized humans. And I got my partner, and they said, oh, up front is all your steering power, and in back is yeah. all your muscle. And I don't got a lot of muscle, and I don't got a lot of steer up there. And and also, I'm sitting in, like, the boat. Anyways. Yeah. It was bad. All right, but continue. <laughs> okay. So. so we're out in the ocean. So, no. yeah, we leave that little cove, No, imme- which is fine. leave immediately. Yeah. I get caught up in the current, and I go out to ocean. <laughs> Now there's oh there's a leader and then yeah. there's a back a caboose. Yeah. Thank God they had a caboose yeah. person. Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, okay." I'm like, "No, I'm trying to stay calm." I'm like, "I'm going out to the ocean." She's like, "Turn right." I'm like, "I don't know what foot is that." Cuz like you have to I'm like, "I didn't know what to do." Now Abby. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, she just she's weak. she's my teamy. Yeah. Well, all right. So anyways. So yes, yeah, so, that kept a, happening. Yeah, so there's a line and there's like us, our two boats, and maybe there's five other groups, you know, people on the tour and yeah. then the, the guides. And it is a guided tour, so they tell you all about the two two islands when you're <laughs> yeah, I didn't supposedly hear any kayaking. Of that. Yeah. So you're obviously in last and <laughs> with Abby, which is understandable because she's shouldn't be really she shouldn't have been out there. But anyway, so I'm gonna hang out. So I me and Bray, I'm like, all right, let's we're just gonna stay behind them. So we did stay behind you to make because I wanted to make sure, you know, you didn't go out to the ocean open ocean and I would have taken my kayak and saved you if i had to so oh we wow were, thanks you're welcome thanks superman kayaker I, no it's true every it's time true. i look back at you guys were uh, taking cell phone shots of us struggling well <laughs> I, like- the thing was yes it, it, <laughs> i knew that because the currents were so bad and anytime i took a lot of pictures and anytime you stopped to take pictures like your boat would go in 10 different directions yeah. and it was really hard to do yeah. so i knew like you guys weren't going to be able to get any pictures of me on my kayak, which I want, I actually took a selfie of myself. I've never taken a selfie of myself before. I couldn't let go of the and I Yeah, so, but anyway, as I know you guys were struggling, but me and Bree, and Bree's Red Aura too. And Bree's, you know, which is really weird because on the Puget Sound, she was crying and she fell. She got an F on these calm, placid waters. But on the Tatoosh Islands kayak journey, she gets an A+. Plus. Yeah. And she was having the greatest time. Both and of you were. Both of yeah. us. And we're in the, the back anyway, and we're just doing our thing. And I don't like tour. I realize, first thing, I and this happens on any tour, 
I go my own direction. Like I try to lose the tour every time, you know, we were on a glacier and I lost the tour and I love it when I lose the tour and they, but whatever. And you know, we're out there and we're, it's chop. It's really choppy. We're on the Pacific ocean. There's mountains everywhere. And I'm just like, man, this, I just like feel like the reddest of red and yeah. the blue because I, I'm worried about you guys. I'm, I'm have my eyes on you guys to make sure that you guys don't go out in the ocean. Yeah. But you know, I'm not interested in any of like, you know, what plant is here or why these, you know, wall, you know, the, whatever the, the walls or the mountains or this rock sediment or whatever. You got the, nonsense. you're saying like the green nature facts aren't the thing that yeah. drive you. It's Would, kind of just like more the, the vibe. Yeah. It was like just me and being the out there, open ocean alone, you know, with Brie and, you know, paddling through these waves to see if we could do it. And it was, yeah. Well, over on our boat. Yeah. Um, it was water coming in the boat. Abby's drenched. I'm drenched. My arms are burning. I didn't think I could do it. Like I thought at some point, the, the worst part was all of a sudden I get caught on a tidal Island, oh my God. which I don't know. I guess islands appear and disappear with the tide. Yeah. And I got stuck in one. Yep. I got legit stuck in one, and I thought the Coast Guard was going to have to come. They spent so much time that, thank God, the caboose helper lady was, like, she was, like, dragging me out. We couldn't get out. My arms and Abby, God bless her, eight-year-old Abby, she was like, come on, Mommy. We can do it. We can pull through. Just keep going, Mom. I mean, for two hours, it was absolute torture. So... When you kind of would canoe all up to us, you'd be like, just appreciate where you are. Look at around you. Just live vicariously through me, Megan, because I'm having the best time of my life. And like, I'm like, I think I'm going to die. And it's worse because I'm with my eight-year-old and I have to keep her alive. Yeah, like I, at one point, it was so bad because the wind was so bad and the current was so choppy. And um, we don't have a lot of weight weighing us down. I was like, okay, hey, I'm like, Abby, if we tip over, we're going to swim for that rock. You know, I was just like, like trying to be calm. Like it was that flipping bad. I will never it, tip. Yes. Look into your excursions, Indigos. Okay. Don't <laughs> let your reds play on them a hundred percent. And also, um, know your limits. Well, we were coming. Cause I got a little we, purple. Like I, I can do it. I was going to save you, <laughs> but you know, we were in like the lady told us we couldn't, like I was going through this rock these rocks to try to get to you like faster. I found like a shortcut. Yeah, but you weren't helping when you got me. Like no, I know. you would yeah, every... just push me into the ocean more. No, no, no. Come on. Is that true? That is true. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Ask Abigail. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> ask Abby. We were like, leave us alone. We could not stop paddling to talk. Like, yeah. w- like if we lost momentum, we were done. Anyways, when I finally got in to shore. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So finally you get through that and I know that you're going to be safe. Okay, so I, I know you're going to be safe. I, I, I see, like, Oh, the, after the I was dragged off the yeah. tidal island? Yeah, if you're tidal oh, island. Yeah. Then you just had to go through the channel, through a couple yeah, of things. Yeah, so you guys just, fine. like, breezing away from well, us. Well, yeah, so now the whole time we were sitting in last, because I was sitting behind you just to like, make sure you didn't go out to the open ocean. So then, you know, Brie, you know, like, the whole time she's like, oh, they're all ahead of us. You know, they've been ahead of us. We're the slowest. And I'm like, oh, no, we're not. And... I'm like, you, I'm like, do you want to, you want to do this? She's like, yeah, let's do this. And I'm like, all right. And we just put it into gear and I'm like, all right, let me just take this boat. We're going to crush it. Now, everyone else is out enjoying the scenery, whatever on this tour, but I'm like, we're going to pass every one of these boats and we're going to finish first. So we just, you know, everything we had, we go and 
it's I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Summer Rental with John Candy when they're in the yacht race and they're in last place and they start passing every boat and the smile on their faces. John, I don't know if you remember who John Candy was, and he's got this big smile on his face as he's passing all the boats as he's speeding, you know, past them like I'm going to beat you, I'm going to beat you, and there's me and Bree paddling and we're just passing everybody. And we pass the next boat, next boat, next boat. And there was like one up there. I'm like, oh, I'm like, we can do this. We can get them. We can even pass the tour guide. And you know, Bree was like, we're the under. We've been the underdogs. We can't do this. And I'm like, yes, we can. And we crushed it. We came in. You know, we docked our boat first. Uh, even the Bree was like the tour guide. You know, obviously he was joking. He's like, oh, you guys could run this tour. And Bree was like, yeah, we can. You know, so it's like our red just like took over. And we were so happy that we just crushed everyone. I'm happy. For we you were the guys. first people on the, on the island. Got out of all our gear, and we're just like watching everybody come in. And of course, there's Maggie. We were the absolute last, last. not by a long shot. No, like, by we, about ten minutes. Yeah. And the caboose lady tour guide was like, "You guys did amazing." She goes, "You you got a lot of hugs go, from the she goes, people." She goes, "She goes, you really you stuck in there." She was like, "Abby, you killed it." I mean, I was like. In t- I was almost on the verge of tears. Like yeah. that's how, yes. I don't know if you've ever been so exhausted, people listening and scared and your adrenaline wears off that, and then you just want to cry hysterically and then go to sleep at the same time. That is how I felt when my boat hit the shore and Abby and I were, we just, we just sat on a rock and just hugged each other. And a woman came up to me and she just picked me up. I didn't know. I don't know her. And she just gave me this hug. She's like, you are an incredible mother that you somehow did that. How did you do that? I am amazed by you. And and I was like, thank you. Thank you. Cause she like saw me. Yeah. And then you two are just like, Hey, it was great. Wasn't it? It's like amazing. And then Abby and I had this, and I'll be honest, this is a hundred percent me being honest. We had a hatred in our hearts for you too. <laughs> because I, you were so freaking happy. And we were so opposite of that. I cut the, we were like, okay. I'm always in a good mood. I'm always positive. I love excursions. I can hike. I'll climb. I'll, I can, I know my limits now. I cannot kayak on the Pacific ocean. That crap is for real. (laughs) Like, don't, I can't, I can't like that was for real. If you you were in my boat, you could have. No, if I had a stronger, if I had a strong partner and I'm in the front, not, you're not counting on me for a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, But like I hit my physical limit like that. But, that crap was like, yeah. that was for real. No, it, it, that was, and it, it was weird. We both had two totally different experiences. But Yes, we did. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> but I was so proud. Like when I saw Abby come back to the shore that she had eight years old, paddled the Pacific Ocean. Abby was blew my mind. a winner. I mean, so, it was actually scary. And just to bring the auras into it, I mean, she's turquoise purple. And she can absorb. I can see her. She can absorb in any situation. And she absorbed 100% into that. Yeah. Like, she was like, we're getting this done. You know, yeah. she was like, she's like 100% there for you. Like that. Yeah. But anyways, well, all right. it was an experience. Of yeah. course, looking back, I would never do that again. It was beautiful. In hindsight, I should have just stayed on the beach and been like, we're just going to, we'll just be here when you come back. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> That's what I should have done. Nice. Somewhere paddling in the Pacific Ocean around the two Tush Islands, I realized that I am a red to the core. We should there's, talk about that more another time because, yeah, that's a big distinction. Yeah. I feel like when, when you go to these nature 
yeah. kind of places, you see the difference between the reds and the greens. Green, yeah. yeah. Well, most people on the tour are the greens, and they're up there, and they're they love with it. the tour guide, and yeah. they're looking at it. And I'm, we're just trying to figure like, out. What kind of moss is yeah. that? Just, yeah. How did the eagles nest? Yeah. You know, what? How, why is the rock shaped in that manner? Which way is northeast? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. You know, this podcast is for you and about you, and we love you all so much. Thank you.